go in the win. Nature strip the lot. No. Hamburger with the lot. <laughs> Today we farewell an Australian icon, the greatest of all time. Wings wins her third. Queen Elizabeth beats Blueger. G'day everybody, welcome to episode 3 of the One Percenters. We've, uh, we've finally reached the starting point, uh, the round 1 preview. I'm joined by Kano Halloran, if it's your first time listening, hope you enjoyed our, our little intro. It's, it's actually quite new uh, from the AFL season. We've got Kano Halloran on the decks, on the decks. He, he put that one together this weekend. How long did it take, Kane? Uh, yeah, it took me pretty much a good... 30 minutes uh, to get it together, Sam. Okay. Um, but yeah. no, I thought we'd uh, we'd spice up the intro tune a bit, give it a bit of a, a racing flavour. Um, a few memorable calls in there from uh, from a couple of seasons ago um, when Winks was going around and uh, Taco was flying down the outside as he always does. So, yeah, good to have yeah. the intro tune and uh, good to be here. Round one, it's finally come around. Mm-hmm. I like I like the uh, I like the intro a lot. What else I also like is our Twitter picks from last weekend. We'll we'll start with you, Kane. You for your outsider. Uh, it was it was B tempted. Second second at long odds. Yeah, that's right. Um, ran a pretty decent second. I think it was about seventeen dollars. Um, I think if I remember correctly, uh, it was thought of that the uh, Martin Eustace horse. Uh, that took advantage of the slow tempo, went straight to the front uh, and just couldn't be run down. Ended up winning by a good three to four lengths. Um, B Tempted was running on late. Um, so a decent decent return there. Um, the other one I had, my best of the day, was uh, Elephant um, that saluted. Um, Damien Lane gave an absolute shocking ride on Lena's Legend earlier in the day. So I was a bit worried um, about Elephant coming up. But, nah, he did the business um, Rounded them up late. was a fantastic win. That was awesome. Uh, group 1 picks, Zaki, yeah, just stamped herself as yeah, one of the best horses in the country once again. Um, fantastic win. Pretty much everyone had it. Um, almost an unbackable price, but was just awesome to watch. Uh, Nanamo, an awesome second uh, against the pattern. Rose Hill on last Saturday um, was definitely favourable to be on those inside lanes and especially leading. Um, just couldn't run down in the Congo. Um, maybe if James McDonald had got going just a little bit earlier, um, but nonetheless, it was uh, it was a very good run. Well, let's just talk about Zaki quickly. We we both had it in the Underwood. It oh, was there ever any doubt? I think yeah, that's that's one of the biggest locks since Winks Winks uh, was racing. So oh, I think you can be confident backing backing Zaki in each time. Off to the uh, Golden Rose. We had I I had remark. Um, Came second last, but what we found out earlier this week, it, its throat issue did uh, did fire up again, so it's now out for the spring, which is is quite disappointing. Um, hoping for a strong rebound, but that probably explains it not running as I hoped. Um, my best of the day was Zuzarella. <sighs> look, it, it would have been Zaki, but yeah, we had that for that Underwood. But look, it was it was tough to take having backed it a couple of weeks ago. It, I think we said twelve. Um, it it should have won. It we I was watching Get On uh, Racing dot com and Richo mentioned Queen of Dubai uh, was it was an outside chance. I think it was Richo's roughy in the end. And yep. I thought you know what? Now nah, I'm going to back in Zuzarella here. Um, 
But, well, Queen of Dubai got the chockies, which was, yeah, a shame, and punters were definitely not happy with that one. My outsider for the day, this was a big one. I actually put on Twitter that it was race to at Sandown. It was race to at Randwick, the fossil. It, oh, I think I got on at about 11 bucks, and by the time the race was race was on, it was out to 19. Um, it grabbed the rail and just it stormed home. It was... Very exciting to watch, and yeah, you know, if anyone got a nineteen, good stuff. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's our our weekly Twitter wrap up. You'll you'll get our tips at the usual ten a.m. on Saturday. Um, we'll, we'll head to the Group Ones for Supercoach Race, and this is it's important to get off to to a good start here. And and this this Turnbull Stakes, it's going to be a big one. Uh, very elegant was last year's winner. Back in it again this year. Is the short price favourite at two thirty, but you've got incentivised two eighty. Kane, are you taking both? Very elegant or just incentivised? Yeah, look at the moment, uh, I'm still undecided. Uh, I think incentivised, you can almost lock in um, for sure. Very elegant. I mean, it's pretty much a guaranteed uh, least top two. Uh, it's just whether you want to use that money elsewhere. Um, however, we'll go through the race. Um, so just want to touch on the predicted track conditions. So there was a lot of rain uh, predicted for earlier this week that didn't come. Uh, Wednesday was predicted for about 15 mil of rain and there was about one. So the bomb getting it wrong again, um, as they always do. Um, rained a little bit today. Um, there's supposed to be a bit of rain tomorrow. Saturday, there is no rain on race day, which is crucial. Um, so you may find that we start on a soft track and it remains that way or we start on a good four and it might just get out a tiny tiny bit if there's a sprinkling of rain. Um, however, Flemington drains very well. Um, so I doubt we'll get onto a heavy at any stage. Um, let's go through the runners though. So very elegant. Talked about her pretty much every week um, on this on this show. 500,000, look, I can justify the price if if she was coming up against everyone in this race bar incentivized, um, but it looks a match race between those two. Um, she takes down tearaway leader Rhea Dini uh, in the George Ryder as favourite, um, got through the soft ground really well and loves a wet track as we know, um, was backed into favouritism for this race based off the weather predictions, so the wetter the better. Um, as I said, just about a lock for the top two, which will be 32 points minimum. Um, the query is the price tag. Um, is she worth it? And first week of Supercoach, you don't really want to be putting a quarter of your salary into one horse, um, but she's that good that you could do it. Um, if, you, if you can fit her in, do it. And probably the best captaincy option this week. I'm just going just gonna to stop you there quickly, Kane. Damien Lane hops on elegant this week. What's does that affect any style of racing? Do you think having J Mac on previously for for a lot of a lot of the time um, does that does that come into play? Uh, I mean, not not a lot. They've got similar riding style. Um, James McDonald obviously can't get down here um, due to the restrictions. Otherwise, he would. Um, so Damian Lane takes a ride. Um, it was originally Mark Zara's ride, but we uh, we know what happened to him and uh, and Jamie Carr and the likes, so he won't be riding her. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think that makes too much of a difference if I'm honest, especially at Flemington, big track. Um, yeah, not not a stack can go wrong. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to bypass very elegant this week. I, I don't see the justification in spending over a quarter of my cap on her. Instead, I'm looking to incentivize, and I'll get you to run through this one, Kane. Yeah, we spoke about his win in the Maccabi Diva uh, previously. He was awesome on speed, uh, controlled the race, won very smartly. The query is the wet track, um, if it does, um, if that rain does come. Reed's incentivizes form reads as uh, three from three on the soft. However, they were in a maiden, a class two, and a benchmark 70. Um, so there is a slight query there as to how good uh, he is on the wet tracks. However, these were the three races that actually kick-started his win streak. So um, he also has options from gate six. He can press forward or take a sit near the speed. Um, perfect super coach option. Will be the most owned horse this weekend for sure by a – pretty substantial margin uh, and also a good captaincy option. Yes, he's uh, he's looking to be my captain, I think, at this rate, although plenty to play out now. Did you want to just touch on Colette quickly? Yeah, I'll just go through uh, two more here that I like, not necessarily for Supercoach, um, but it's good to touch on them. Colette, 450000 um, very hard to make a case for at the price when very elegant 50000 more. She is a genuine wet tracker, though. Won the Golden Eagle on a super wet track last year and is three from three on the heavy. So Dragon A is the other one at 500000 not a chance. Uh, there's a good chance in the race, just just not for Supercoach. Uh, $500,000 price tag, that's based off his Cox Plate win. That was also on wet ground, uh, funnily enough, um, and prefers wet ground, so Saturday's conditions will suit. Well, that's our uh, Group 1 wrapped up in Melbourne. We'll head north to Randwick. Race 7 is the Dali Flight Stakes, 1,600 metres. Last year's winner was Montefilia. It's Look, it's a pretty open race. I've got two, which you'll, you'll mention. Um, did you want to start with your one, Startantis? Is that is that the right pronunciation? That is the correct Startantis. pronunciation. Yeah. Um, however, I just okay. want to say um, Montefilia. Um, was last year's winner uh, in this race. Um, and a lot will remember, uh, I spoke about her last, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, uh, just about how important it is to get these horses in at the low price in these small fields in group races uh, that can earn you a lot of points. Um, so Startanti, Startontis, however you want to say it, $200,000. Uh, the owners paid the late nomination fee to get her here. Beat Alpine Edge in Queensland, uh, followed up with um, with an emphatic win coming from last over the top of him at Doombin. Was three lengths off the winner in the Golden Rose, ran well against the pattern, up 200 metres in distance, look, looks a great race for her. Well-priced at 200K, so very hard not to have. Slight query is a soft track, uh, however, if Sydney does get that run. Do you, um, do you sense that... Because this was a late entry by the owners, it sort of may have not been in their plans. Will, will that play an effect? It's it's got to back up from last week's Golden Rose, which look six from a field of thirteen wasn't wasn't an ideal showing. What what do you what are your thoughts on that? Uh, so I believe what's happened there is the trainer had someone uh, another horse in mind uh, for this race. Uh, however, Startonti's. Uh, had that massive win only just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so that's definitely changed his mind. Uh, and he clearly thinks that she's good enough to win it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. Um, yeah, so I think that's definitely a positive. 
Mm-hmm. All right, we'll move on to four moves ahead at 200K. It's coming to $4.80. Uh, are you keen? I am keen on four moves ahead. Just just quickly, um, I was meant to mention this before. Uh, Sydney's predicted to be a good four early, uh, but might worsen throughout the day with some predicted rain. Uh, and in that case, we'll move on to four moves ahead at 200,000. Uh, it was a great win here last time on the soft. Well priced at 200,000. Uh, can definitely make a case for her. Has a wide gate, which might be tricky as she likes to lead. Uh, but if, if she can get around them uh, and take the front, could be very hard to run down. Mallory is the next one uh, at the same price, 200000 Ran second behind four moves ahead last start, despite not make, not getting much luck. Ended up getting second on protest. Added 200 will suit. Drawn perfectly in five. Should settle around midfield and come home strong over the top of them. Uh, another that's uh, very decently priced. Yeah, that's the one I'll be going with. Uh, one of two in this race, Mallory. I'm look. I I know it was uh, it finished third, but like you said, second on protest. Oh, look, you could probably make a case that it it may get get to the line first without uh without any um blocking. But look, yeah, that that's the one that I'll be on. Your the, your next pick is is a cheapie, which I haven't seen mentioned in too many uh. Too many tweets, I'll say, on Supercoach. Number 12 is Fangirl. Yeah, that's right, Sam. Um, and this kicks off our Hidden Gem series. Um, so over the course of this racing Supercoach season, I'm going to be going through just some horses, I think, that are going to be uh, underappreciated uh, by a lot of stables, um, just some that might be overlooked because um, that's what we're trying to do here is just find differentials uh, and give it out to you guys. So... Yeah, Fangirl at 75,000. Looks a very promising filly. Uh, a couple of okay runs before winning her maiden uh, by over five lengths at Goulburn. Uh, 75,000 in a Group 1 race. Um, yeah, she looks uh, very hard not to pick, if I'm honest. Yeah, that Goulburn field where she uh, f- smashed the field, smashed the field in her maiden win was just phenomenal. I'm, I'm all in at 75K. I think it's if that was to come in top three, that that puts you on a on a terrific path, um, and it just leaves you money to spend elsewhere. And I think with five percent of teams only uh, only selecting her currently, yeah, I think there's there's definitely room for fangirl. We'll move on to the next group one. It is the Epsom sixteen hundred meters in Randwick. This is it, it's one of those fields. It's gonna it's gonna set the day. Set the day apart, I guess. Are you, are you leaning towards one or two, Kate? Look, to be honest, Sam, um, my stable at the moment doesn't have any of these. Um, wow. One, I, wow. one I, could, I could make a case for is probably Rhea Dini. Uh, t- 275,000, uh, led most of the way in the George Main, set a hot tempo and nearly got it done. Was only beaten by Very Elegant. Um, has a light weight. Uh, however, Gate 15 will we'll need to spend some petrol getting across. Awesome soft track form, four starts, uh, four top fours, uh, four top twos, three of those being wins. It's a little pricey um, as it is a 17-horse field. Uh, however, it's a favourite, so you could probably throw her in, uh, throw him in, should I say, but not in my team. I think uh, I think it'll run a very different race to that George Main. I don't look from barrier fifteen. I don't see it bursting ahead like it did and having to be chased down by very elegant. Um, I like that weight drop. 
it was 59 kilos in that one and comes down to 51.5. That's that's the main reason Riedini will be in my side. The next one I like, which you made you made a facial expression when I suggested that this horse would be in my side. Mwanga, run me through why you, you're not a fan, Kane. Mate, he's a good horse. Uh, just at 375,000 with the top weight um, in an Epsom, I don't know about that. Like, he beat very elegant first up, yes, and was awesome behind incentivized last start. And, yes, he's unbeaten third up, but he gives weight to the hop, to pretty much every horse in the field. Um, has a wide gate, but it's, it's actually not the worst. He'll probably want to settle back. I just think he's too expensive. Uh, three hundred seventy-five thousand. Just I can't justify putting him in my side. Yeah, it's a uh, look. It's a massive risk in a field this size. Um, for me, not picking very elegant has allowed me to go to in this race. I'm not a hundred percent set on on Mwanga and Riedini, but that's just where I. That's where just where I feel like it's right at the moment. Um. Did you want to touch on any other horses, Kane, or did you want to? Yeah, there's yeah. there's a couple I just want to mention um, in case people out there are thinking about it. Uh, Private Eye at two hundred twenty five thousand has a lightweight, has a perfect gait also, uh, and is reasonably priced. Hungry Heart put a line through it, too expensive. Yeah, could go on uh, and run say a top five, top three in the race, but three hundred fifty thousand, no thank you. Uh, ice bath at three hundred fifty thousand, uh, expensive, but the rain comes. She can probably justify the price. I uh, was runner up in the Doncaster, and the Golden Eagle subsequently behind Colette uh, on the bottomless track there at Ramwick that day. And the other one I just want to mention is a tissue, a uh, bit of an outsider. This Kiwi horse, he's got fifty and a half kilos, uh, and at that price, can definitely make a case for putting him in my side. Yeah, I was just about to mention a tissue if you weren't going to. Uh, this is another one I've looked at. It does come down in weight for that from that Group 3 victory. Uh, my only query with some of these horses is they're yet to be proven in Group 1s, and when they come across such tough fields and such big fields, you, you, I personally get worried out a little bit. I look to I look to a horse like Mwanga who has had that experience and that form um, in, in tough in tough races, and, and that's why I lean more towards them. But uh, a tissue is is one that I'm definitely not ruling out. We move on uh, to the last group one of the day, the Metropolitan. It's the the 2400 at, at Randwick. Mirage Dancer was last year's winner. This one, it's it's another it's another juicy field, isn't it, Kane? Very wide open field. This uh, we've got Montefilia at the top of the market, three hundred twenty-five k in Supercoach um, was arguably the horse, the Supercoach horse of the season last year. Um, just kept on winning and rising in price. It was very handy to have in in your stable. Uh, is equal fave. Um, however, massive field here. Um, there's about twenty horses in it. Uh, she's drawn in seventeen, so she's not for me at that price. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, again, not for me either. Um, we'll move on to on taunt. I I'll, I'll let you run through it and then and then I'll tell you my thoughts. Sure, mate. Um, on taunt, two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, one at this distance last week, as we saw at Rose Hill, uh, fifty two and a half kilos gets Tim Clark on board again. Probably one of the best front running jockeys in the country. We'll try and lead uh, from the perfect draw in gate four. Pricey-ish at 250000 uh, However, I wouldn't advise 
advise against uh, as he puts himself on speed. Um, we've seen uh, in Australia especially um, that being on speed is a massive advantage. So, yeah, definitely wouldn't advise against. He did enjoy that step up to 2,400 last week. My reason against not picking him is it's his third run in three weeks and I I honestly think it, he could get cooked here. Um, he, he's jumping up to a group one. He's, he's had a couple of solid solid goes in group three, but I, I honestly, I don't think he'll come top five, I'll say. I think this is just going to be too much for him and I wouldn't be surprised if – if uh, he gets a little rest after this one, we'll, uh, we'll move on to She's Ideal at 350k. In in the markets, it's pain seven. What, what are you, what's going on there, Cam? Yeah, I think you and I got very different opinions uh, on this one. Um, it's a good horse, but just at 350,000, it's very hard to make a case. Um, however, it does have a very good record on the soft. Um, so if that rain comes, uh, it's a very decent winning chance, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have different opinions. You you made another one of those faces I mentioned before. It's it's my Melbourne Cup pick. I'll just claim that one early. Stormed home in the uh, in the King Tang Group Three to win that one at two thousand. We, we'll like this step up in distance. Um, last round twenty four hundred for a second in, in a Group One weight for age. Um, oh, I'm not ruling out a captaincy here. A captaincy play. I. I think she's a bit underrated, and and I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't rule her out of of your sides right now. To be honest, I think it'll it'll yeah stay stay with the stay with the horses, and I I, I disagree. Okay, I don't think don't think she's a bad one, but we'll we'll talk about it next week, and we'll see who comes out on top. Your your next one, it's another hidden gem who we discussed before the show. Happened to stumble across them both. What's going on with Zyrek? Zyrek? I'd say it's Zyrek. Uh, Zyrek. Yeah, we'll so at 200,000, um, just want to say this is it's not a super coach error, um, but on face value, you wouldn't be taking him at 200,000 for a group three as he's listed to on Supercoach um, at Flemington. However, when you dig a little bit deeper, you find out he was actually the first emergency for this race, uh, and since shared ambition has dropped out, um, this means that Zarek gets in on the minimum weight at 50 kilos and will be running. Uh, ran two lengths off She's Ideal, your boy, at 2,000 mm-hmm. um, last start. The added distance helps for sure. Perfectly drawn. Um, is a serious winning trance chance, I believe. Uh, and at 200,000 is an absolute lock in my stable. Yep. I was just about to call it a lock. Um Five kilograms lighter than three weeks, it does get that drop in weight. And, yeah, like you mentioned, it, it's not a super coach error. So don't – you see the group three next to it on this – what do you call it? A little icon. But, yeah, don't be don't be put off. I think it'll enjoy the 2,400 metres. Um, it's actually come in – on my notes here, it's got a 81 bucks as an emergency – on my other one, that was at fifty-one, and it's coming to eight bucks since then. I so think it's, it's um, looking at that. It's I think it's about twenty-three into eight dollars. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So at eight bucks, look, I think yeah, at an emergency, that's that's well, that's if you jumped on early, credit to you. But I think it's going to be a serious player in this one. Did you want to talk about one more for the to wrap? Up yeah, there was one up? more. Um, 
I had a look at no compromise at 200,000. Um, another one that gets 50 kilos, wallet train, so it wouldn't surprise. Um, and it's priced fairly, but yeah, this one's just there's a lot of good horses that's at a similar price or the same price um, that I would have over it. We do, we do mention the weights of, uh, of what's on the horse a lot. Do you just want to quickly describe how much of a role that plays in your selections, Kane? Is it, is it a big factor for you or, or is it just it is, nothing you really – It is mainly when you've got – there's one of two things. So you've got a horse that is dropping or going up in weight from its last start if there's a massive shift there. Um, and the other thing is, for instance, Mawunga at 57 kilos versus someone at a similar ability at 50 kilos. Um, if you're tossing up between two that you think are pretty much going to run in the exact same spot on um, set weights at the at the exact same weight, then you're going to take the light weight every single day. Yeah, uh, that's wise words. Uh, and I'll just point out that that's why I picked Sierra Sue a few weeks ago. I did notice, can't remember, maybe it came down from eight kilos. It was one of the lightest um, and stormed home. So I think that... That, yeah, the weight does play a big role. We'll go to the group twos. This this is going to be an intriguing pick for, for a lot of stables. Elusive Express is at 125K um, and $2.80 with the bookies. You, you've labelled it a hidden gem? Yeah, I have. This is another one that goes in as a hidden gem. Uh, not exactly hidden. Uh, however, it might, it might be overlooked due to running in a group a found two. found gem. Exactly. Yeah. Um, was awesome at Caulfield two starts back. Um, looks very hard to beat in this, um, and a great bargain horse to throw in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to go with Elusive Express. I feel like for a Group Three, I want absolute certainty, um, especially if it's one twenty five k. And I think there's a couple of horses. I'm going to lean with Yearning uh, for now. Oh, that's just my selection. I won't be appearing in my stable, but I, I'm going to say there's too many unknowns for me to go to go with Elusive Express in this one. Uh, we'll move on to to race five of, at Flemington, the Dane Hill Stakes. You, you've listed a couple there, okay? Yeah, so we've got uh, first up ingratiating uh, two hundred thousand. Uh, it's five ring priced uh, at the same at the same price as some of the Group One runners. Uh, this is one I can make a case for for sure. Was very good winning. Uh, sorry, a very good winning chance here. Uh, and while getting rolled last time out, uh, he has a, he's had a look at the track uh, at Flemington, uh, and will derive benefit from the run. Uh, as we know, he is also already run up the straight and won up the straight at Flemington uh, last preparation. General Bow at two hundred thousand, uh, very similar to ingratiating price at two hundred thousand. Um, however, a very good winning chance here and one up the straight on debut. Um, however, was beaten by ingratiating, funnily enough, in the Mar- in the Maribyrnong trial last year. Uh, the next one is Ranch Hand at one hundred fifty thousand, beat ingratiating last start and is priced fifty k less than the two that we just mentioned. So. I feel like this is a good uh, point of difference pick. Um, not many stables will have, um, but if he can fly over the top of them and they set a good speed, uh, then Ranch Hand is going to be a very handy one to have. Um, the next one I mentioned is Kalos. Uh, now, this is another one of my hidden gems. At 125000 uh, he may fly under the radar. Um, however, is a very decent winning chance. Uh, one one's made in Sydney very easily last start, um, has shown some class. Uh, and the stable clearly has a high opinion of him as he's down from New South Wales. 
Yeah, he's had a great start to his career. Um, you've got one more hidden gem there at 50K. That's a, that's a serious hidden gem, almost a hidden diamond. Yeah, correct. A bit of a diamond in the rough. Um, a lot of picks in this race um, that I could certainly uh, – I'm all ears for. Um, yeah, having two hidden gems in one race wasn't a plan going in. However, Mornington Glory at 50,000 um, was spruced on debut – um, won very very nicely in the country, um, comes straight to Flemington. It's perfect for the new Supercoach system um, because I believe he may end up being your non-scoring horse. However, at 50K in a Group 2 and is an outside, cha- uh, is an outside chance, um, is a great price to find out whether he can uh, take it to the big dogs in this race. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's, a, it's a new strategy that will come into play this, this season is picking this sort of horse at 50K. If it was to come top three, that is a massive, massive win for you. Um, but, yeah, look, it's a, it's an interesting ploy. We'll head back up north to Randwick with the, the Hill Stakes. You've you've got another hidden gem there, but I'll let you start off with Think It Over first. Yeah, Think It Over uh, at 450000 I'm actually starting to come round to um, putting it in my stable, if I'm honest. Um, it's just about a lock for 24 points. Um However, it's, it's, it's hard to slot in when there's very elegant at 50K more, but if you can find a way to put both of them in there, um, I wouldn't advise against doing it. Uh, the next one is Duais at 200,000. This is another hidden gem. Uh, it might get overlooked. Um, however, excellent winning chance in this race and only 200,000 in a group two. Um, the other thing I want to touch on when you're looking at these races and you're not sure this is a seven-horse field, so Juarez is actually guaranteed points regardless of where he runs. Um, yeah, so I think in these small fields, um, yeah, picking horses at the, that price can be a very good strategy. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I'm not gonna go. Uh, I'm not gonna target this race. I've but I've got a little little soft spot. Oh, I still don't know how to pronounce it. Kai and Nautique. Ki. I'm gonna go with that. Ki. I honestly, it's. It's, it's too can- for me sometimes. Kangaroo Island, mate. K-I. Okay. Uh, well, there we go. There we go, listeners. Kangaroo Island. Um, <laughs> it raced poorly in the Maccabi Diva. I was – you probably saw my little outburst on Twitter. Um, Craig knew it, wrote it terribly, but he seemed happy with it. I think they were probably just easing, easing the horse into it after its previous start at Randwick. It'll it's searching for the two thousand meters, and I think it'll uh, it'll flourish in this race, and I think I'll be all aboard. We'll head to the the Group Three at Randwick. This is a horse that I love. I really do love. Cool and Gatter, a hundred k, and he's priced at two bucks. He's a short price favorite. Are, are you are you starting him, Kate? Uh, look at this rate, no. Um, group three, you can only get a maximum of 24 points. Um, mm-hmm. Price fairly, like $100,000, um, I could have him. However, um, only non it's the only non-group two or group one horse I could justify picking. Um, it has a, a bargain price and has a decent winning chance. However, we only have the trial form to go off, uh, which can sometimes be a little misleading. Um, so, yeah, just... There's too much speculation with this one, so I think I'm going to leave Cool and Gatter out. 
it's yeah, it's it's something I'm wary of. They're they're all racing for the first time, and and when you, when you can only go off trials, it's look trials don't always convert into into races, and and you just don't know. So although it is 100k, it's a risk, but it is it is the very short price favourite. Um, so that's why I am leaning towards it. Um. But I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like you said, there's there's always options options like a Mornington Glory to fit in. Um, so yeah, that that sums up the the Supercoach relevant races uh, for Saturday. We'll we'll just touch on our current stables now, Kane. I know you're having a little little trouble get not getting started, but sort of I guess finishing it off. Are you? Do you have any queries about your side or any locks? I should say. Who, who are your locks for the week? Uh, look, it's still. I know it's Thursday night before round one, but it's still very early on. Uh, most of the action happens uh, Saturday morning um, when the markets start to move. We get a better idea of the track conditions. Um, I do have a couple here that are pretty much nailed on and a few others that I'll go through that um, I'm not so sure about. Um, very elegant. Uh, my captain this week, most likely. Um, she's just about a lock at this point probably about 90, 95%. The next one, Zarek, um, goes in for sure. Um, Very good chance in a group one. Um, Small price to pay. Um, Absolute lock. Incentivize, everyone's going to have him. Absolute lock. Uh, Star Tontis, I'm pretty set on. Uh, And Elusive Express uh, at 125,000. Very good chance in a group two. Hard to say no. Um, there's just a couple of spots in there, about three, maybe three or four that I'm undecided on, uh, and the jockey as well, of course. Jeez, it sounds uh, sounds more stable than my stable, if you will. Um, <laughs> I've got, I'll say I've got throughout all that. That's terrible. That's bad. Got, um, That's bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue, though. I've got three locks for this weekend uh, in the Metropolitan. I've gone with She's Ideal and Zarek. I think that'll be the Quinella. Um, and I, the the first top two for those unaware, um, but I think yeah, those two will be pretty set in my in my side. The other lock is incentivize. I you, you cannot go past it, and and for those taking Supercoach seriously, it's 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 it should be one hundred percent ownership. And I think it'll well depending on how many teams made, I think it'll it'll get um very very high percentage of ownership we'll just touch on jockey selection quickly it's not always critical in in your supercoach side but you do want points you, there's there's sometimes supercoach is only a matter of three to four points in in rankings and especially early on in the season where where teams might look uh to stick with the pack i'm currently i'm with brett preble he's got seven rides uh with odds 10 bucks or below uh, he's got he's got Robusto at three sixty, uh, Splintex at five fifty, Ranchand at five, Incentivized at two eighty. There is there is shortest price. Um, you've also got James McDonald up in Sydney. He's got a few short price favourites early on. The main one being Cool and Gatter at two dollars. Interestingly, he doesn't have a Group One horse that's below ten dollars. Are you surprised, Kane? Uh, look, no, I'm not surprised. Um, he mainly rides for Waller, James McDonald. He rides for Chris, Chris Waller. Um, so, yeah, he's it's it's mainly dictated by the prices they put up for Chris Waller's horses. And if he's on Waller's best horse, um, then that's what he'll ride. Uh, and if it's not, 
above or below ten dollars, that's fine. That's just that's just the way it is. So no, no. To answer your question, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not surprised. <laughs> but thanks for answering it. Um, yes, yeah, so that's why I'm I'm going to go with Brett Preble. I feel like he's got reasonably consistent rise throughout the day. Jamek will probably be on nine points, probably three p.m. Um, but yeah, it it does drift out during the day. We'll just reiterate. Well, I'll let you reiterate, Kane, your hidden gems for the weekend. Yeah, so my hidden gems uh, for the weekend. Uh, Fangirl at 75,000. We've got Zayrek at 200,000. Elusive Express, uh, 125. Kalos at also, also at 125. Uh, Duet at 200. And Mornington Glory, Glory, the cheapest of the lot, at 50,000. So uh, note yeah. those down. We'll move on to our final segment for the for the day, uh, I should say. Twitter questions. We we don't often get it get much luck as the one percenters on Twitter, but we have got a few questions tonight. Supercoach is live has asked when you're tossing up between two horses, what factors help you choose one over another? Yeah, thank you for the question. Uh, Supercoach is live. Uh, I'm going to assume you're also talking about two horses that are in the same race. Uh, and in that instance, um, I'll first look at their prices. Um, I'll usually choose, uh, or pretty much most of the time, choose the horse that's cheaper. Um, look at the weight of the horse. Um, also factor in the form uh, on that type of ground, whether it be uh, good, soft, or heavy. Uh, look at the odds of the horse, uh, if there's any market moves for it. Um, the jockey as well is a big one, uh, and it's form of the distance uh, mainly. They're just a couple. Um, there are a few more factors, but they're they're the main ones, I'd say. If you if you aren't tossing up between two in the same race, I, I think the best way is maybe size of fields. Sometimes, um, again, the super coach price plays a plays a big factor. And I also, for me, it, I go straight to the form that recent recent five six races. That's that's the best indication I get whether it's whether it's had a spell, um, and if it has had a spell. What it, whether it likes it first up, second up, yeah, whatever that case is. So that's that's if you're doing, I guess, yeah, it goes hand in hand whether in the same race or not. We'll go to will.i.am, uh, will I am. Should we look to stack up on Group 1 horses since there are multiple Group 1 races? Uh, yeah, great question here, uh, will I am. Uh, and if you're re- releasing an album anytime soon, let me know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I Group one races, it it all depends on how many group ones uh, there are for the weekend. Um, for instance, this weekend we have uh, four group ones. Um, so you've got a bit of variety, um, but you probably want to be stacking up. Yes, you do want to be stacking up on the group one runners, um, especially if you're going to get a, a couple like we can this week around the 200,000 mark um, and build your stable with those types. Um, when you get... The problem is when you get a couple of group ones and there's like a, there's a few at the top of the market in each race that are all around the $500,000 mark, um, you just you just can't afford them. Um, so, yeah, always be looking. I'd say when you're going through when you're going through your stable and you're looking to add horses, always do the group ones first and then work your way down. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also a fine balance between targeting group ones but also getting a bit of cash. Um, we mentioned Fangirl at 75K and Mornington, Mornington Glory at 50K. Cash is always key in Supercoach. And I think if you can snag a, a cheapie like that and, and get a, a, a cash rise out of it, 
which will become more relevant uh, later on in the season. That's definitely definitely something you should be looking at. Um, our next question from Hamish Mack. He's, he's a friend of the show. Our next two are friends of the show. Friend of the show. And also relating to the same same sort of topic. Hamish goes uh, incentivize or very elegant. And does Rio Dini win with the massive drop in weight? If you're going to choose one or the other, Hamish, uh, you choose incentivize, I'd say. Um, they're both pretty much, as we've talked about, um, just about a lock for the top two each. Um, however, you're spending 300k less, uh, and while you're at it, Riadini that you mentioned, you could pick it up with the money you saved uh, by not picking very elegant. Um, oh, it, 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 yes, it does have the massive drop of weight. The, the query is is the massive field, um, how it's going to handle trying to lead um, that many horses, uh, and also the barrier. Like it, it could take him th- three, four hundred meters to try and find the front. Um, battling with a couple of those drawn inside that like to sit on the speed. So you just got to be wary of that. But um, if you can get to the front, I think he's going to be very hard to catch on the low weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, you summed up pretty well, Kane. I think with the with the energy that it's going to have to use to get to the front, uh, if if Rachel King chooses to, it, it'll save with that drop in weight. If, if it was any heavier, I'd be, I'd be wary. But, yeah, I think. Look, Amish, you probably heard me earlier. It's talking up Riedini. I'm I'm on the board. Uh, Luca Gamble, friend of the show. Uh, he goes, incentivize obviously goes in at 200K. Correct. We've both established that. Um, but to very elegant or not to very elegant. 500K is a hu- huge chunk of your budget for a horse running in such a wide open race. I've looked el- elsewhere to the Sydney races for my group one horses. Thoughts? Yeah, great question, punter. Um, and I love the uh, 2VE or not 2VE. Um, yeah. You're right, 500K, is, it is a massive chunk um, of your of your budget. Um, look, in terms of it being a wide-open race, I, I, I'd have to slightly disagree there. Like I think I think very elegant. Um, the conditions are going to favour her. Um, she's going to get a lovely run. Damien Lane's going to give her a nice ride um, and we'll be pushing for yeah minimum top three. Um, but I do agree with you with looking to the other Sydney races for the Group 1s. There's plenty of good options uh, at a lower price, um, and if you if you win a Group 1, it's 40 points. So very elegant wins on the weekend, and Riadini wins on the weekend, both 40 points. There's no difference. The only difference is that you spent 225k less uh, by yeah. getting Riadini, for example. Um, so, yeah, while it is a massive chunk out of your budget, the other side of it is, do you want the safety of very elegant, really, um, and the captaincy option? That's the other thing. Um, when you've got incentivise in there, that's probably your only captaincy option if you, if you just have incentivise. But when you've got both, um, it gives you that freedom to not necessarily worry. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, I myself am going to be most likely picking very elegant, uh, but I could definitely make an argument for going the other way uh, and not picking her at all. I'll make a little comparison for those uh, Supercoach AFL players. It's sort of a bit like paying, say, 700K for Clayton Oliver, that he's a captaincy option each week, except with Very Elegant, you get one shot at it. So that it definitely does make it harder. Um, I do like you thinking of of looking elsewhere in Sydney for the Group 1s. You've, you've probably heard that I've spent a lot of money in the Epsom um, 
uh, and plenty in the metropolitan. So I think if if you've come to the end of your stable and you're short for cash and you're with Very Elegant, just, just play around a bit. Just see see what you can do when you don't spend 500K on one horse because with the decrease in salary cap, um, it, it's, it is a big factor. And, and you know, it's elegance unlikely to run a bad race, but if it doesn't really come top two, oh, I hate to say it, but it's probably waste um, and, and you'll probably yep. captain it as right. well. So I think it it's probably up to your situation about whether what other horses you're picking. Yeah, for me and you, punter, I'm – looking for, for, for the other group ones in Sydney. So I'll be bypassing very elegant. Uh, just before we leave, Kane, any other thoughts, queries, concerns, or is that, is that the show for, for tonight, for today? No, nah, just, I just want to say uh, probably my biggest tip uh, for first-time super coaches, uh, especially at Supercoach Racing, um, is don't be set on your team the night before and just lock it in. Um, make sure you're checking after 9 o'clock, um, the markets, have a look for the horses that have been backed in. There might be some you've overlooked and you might find your own hidden gem. Uh, and especially wait as long as you can uh, for the conditions. See if that rain's come, see if it's not coming, um, assess the track conditions. Uh, and then there might be some horses uh, in there that you'll throw in because of the wet track and vice versa. Um, and yeah, so and definitely sure wait as long as you are- can to finalise your team. Also, make sure all your horses are racing as well. I'm not, I'm not too certain if there'll be an X or a red mark on your horse on the on the website if they are scratched. So yeah, just make sure you're checking that. Uh, that sums up. Uh, that wraps up our our episode three for this season. Where we're incredibly excited for the season to start this week. Um, it'd be good to have to have a discussion next week and and review our picks. I'll probably regret not selecting Very Elegant and, and going with Mwanga up in Sydney, but that's that's the way it goes. Um, yeah, so if you like it, if you like the podcast, retweet us, like us, tell your friends about it, and uh, it's all greatly appreciated. We'll, uh, you, you'll get our picks Saturday morning. We'll probably do, do a stable reveal as well, um, and we'll catch you next week. We're going to win. Nature stripped the lot. No. Hamburger with the lot. <laughs> Today we farewell an Australian icon, the greatest of all time. Wings wins a 